All right, a little Friday night Bengals action. We've got week four preview, strengths and weaknesses of the Titans, what to expect from Joe Burrow, and if we will see a big bounce-back game from T. Higgins, all coming up next on Blue Collar Bengals. What's up, We're man? here. How we doing? First and foremost, I just apologize for completely fucking up the plan yesterday. Tweeting it out. We're live. All good, dude. I should probably do that, too. <laughs> you yeah. didn't screw anything up. You had a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Uh, Drew, uh, I, I tweeted it out. I said, hey, we're, we're, we're punting the show a day uh, because there is an opportunity for some killer content. Uh, that one of the blue collar bangle guys drew obviously as you guys saw got to uh, take part in and uh, unbelievable uh, he was just telling me about it a little bit um, I was lucky enough to meet some bangle players past last weekend and drew got one-on-one time with hopefully a future bangles all pro legend you want to go into that a little bit before we start talking about the butt whooping we're going to lay on the titans yeah, so um, I was sitting at home yesterday, and I got a call. Um, a lot of people probably know if you follow me on the internet, I write for Cincy Jungle. I've been doing that for the last uh, – this is my third season, I believe. Um, so I've gotten to do some cool stuff with them, and they told me that they had uh, media credentials for the JDRF charity event at Paul uh, Paycor Stadium. I almost, I almost messed up. Get it right. Paycor State, I still do it sometimes. I'm trying to get my light right so I don't look like a total idiot, but I guess we're just rolling with it. Um, so they're like, yeah, man, like, what do you got going on tonight? And I'm like, well, I got a show. Um, but like, what's up? They're like, oh, well, there's this thing at Paycor, and there's like, you can get media credentials, but it's all good. And I'm like, well, well, well hold on here. Wait, well, media credentials? Me? Internet dumbass? It's always wearing sweatpants and stuff? Me? So I'm like, what's it about? So they told me, and I'm like, all right, let, let me – First and foremost, check with my woman because that's the that's the key. And then I was like, all right, let me uh, let me holler at Ron see if we can maybe push some things around. And yeah, I ended up getting a one on one interview with Orlando. Talked a lot about why he is involved in the charity, what it means to him, the personal connections that um, he has to people with type one diabetes. And um, it was just me looking like a small child reaching a microphone way up here. And I still didn't really get it close enough, it turns out, because he's a gigantic human. I'm not all that tall anyway. Uh, somebody said, is Drew four foot nine or is Orlando just that tall? And I replied, the answer is yes. Um, so um, it was a good time, though, man. Um, it was awesome to get to meet him up close and personal. He's very nice. One of the most humble dudes that you could be around. He's taking his gigantic frame all the way down to sign helmets for kids. He really, really showed love to the kids, which was really awesome. Um, so yeah, man, it was, it was kind of a once in a lifetime thing. And I was like, I put this out on, on some of the social media. I was like, man, like this is weird. Cause like the mayor of Cincinnati is here. There is a Congresswoman here. And here's my dumb ass covered in tattoos with all access passes talking to Orlando, like the Bengals biggest free agent signing fucking of all time. So I was like, this is wild. So it was very, very cool, man. I, I had a lot of fun and you know, it was, and come on, man, the guy had a skyline Coney bar. Oh yeah. Was, I saw that tweet. Yeah. You can't limited Coney's dude. <laughs> oh, Hey, no free ads, but repping the boys, repping the boys tonight. <laughs> Um, no free ads at all. No free ads, Skyline. Sorry. Uh, but he is really that cool in person. Because, like, on camera, he seems like super yeah, nice guy. He seems, like, ridiculously personable, hilarious in the locker room, interviewing the players, interviewing the boys. Uh, and everything that comes out of, out of his mouth is, is hilarious. He's like that in person? Yeah, yeah. The, the guy that you see on camera was the guy that – I got to talk to on and off camera, just super cool. Very thankful for the support. Cause there was a lot of people there, man. It was a good turnout from Bengals fans supporting 
um, you know, his charity and, and doing all that work with him. So it was he, he showed that appreciation to us as well. He, he really seems to love Cincinnati. That's killer, dude, because like you said, one of the biggest free agent signings in this team's history. And he comes in and he just loves the city right away. Like what what's what's not for us to love? You know what I mean? Unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Sir Boy Wonder says Drew Garrison is the media. Yeah, I, I wouldn't go that far. I did not belong in that room that I was in last night. Like I clearly stuck out like a sore thumb. I, I put on jeans and when I put on jeans, it's a big deal. Boots. So I, I had a polo shirt on, but I, I was like, I gotta wear the hat. I didn't have enough notice, yeah. man. I need a haircut. So, yeah, it was it was it was funny. Just that I was in that room with all of the fancy people that were there, and I was like, this is this is hilarious to me. Unbelievable! That's crazy, dude. Tony, Tony finally gets to tune in. We keep going live when Tony's at the ball field. He said, "Damn right, happy wife to be happy life." You are not kidding, my man. <laughs> we all am- be trained. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, now that now you're, uh, what is that? Orlando Brown is a five way guy, Coney all the way. Okay, all right. yeah, okay. absolutely for sure. Yeah, I wonder if he's an onion guy. Five, I guess bean and onion. I don't know. I'm a four way bean with habanero cheese sprinkled on top. That's what I roll with. If I tell you what I eat, I might get canceled. Don't. Well, then I'm, you're a part of the media now. So <laughs> when I go to Skyland, I. Skyline is now a after gymnastics class tradition on Wednesdays. We take our daughter to gymnastics class. We Drew chase does. her around there. What's that? That you do gymnastics. Don't don't uh, don't front. Well, it is like a parent class. I did a <laughs> I did a thing last week where I put my hands on the ground and I walked up a pad thing and my fucking back locked up at the top of it. It was it was rough. Um, so. Yeah, so when I go to Skyline, though, I get chili spaghetti. I don't get a three-way. I get chili spaghetti, no cheese. Okay, why? And then I get, I get a coney, just chili, no le- uh, no onion. And some people on Twitter know this. I have a fear of mustard. Mustard is not allowed oh, in my house. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. Yeah, I, like I'm fucking afraid of it. So I get a coney with just chili on it because I don't like cheese. You're de- you. <laughs> this is breaking news. You physically dislike cheese. Yes, I eat cheese on very very few items. I don't eat cheeseburgers. Pizza. Um, I eat pizza. I eat pizza. No cheese. I eat macaroni and cheese. Okay. But so it's, like no. You just dislike it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird. I I when I if I, I could do we could do a whole show explaining my weird food. Well, versions and ideas, I guess. Yeah. Well, we're eight minutes in and all we talk about is Orlando Brown and you hating cheese. Mustard is trash. I agree. Absolutely disgusting. Can't eat it. I'm just putting people's Skyline orders up because this has turned into one giant free ad, but I guess it's well, not a free ad because we're Skyline partners. Oh, okay. Good point. Yep. Yep. Let me let me get that in there. Skyline logo. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> let's, let's talk football, dude. What, what do we got going on Sunday? What do you think? All right, so we uh, – one more, one more, one more. I'm sorry. Shout out, Tony. The hamburger wagon right here in my hometown of Miamisburg. It is undefeated. I see you post about it. So pause, uh, time out, if you will, in the sport we love. You don't get cheese there? There's no cheese? They they don't come with cheese. Oh, I've never been. I'll have to – we'll have to go there. You'll have to take me there. Dude, I will take you. They're on me. Cash only. Devin's wife puts mustard on her four-way with onion. Um, think about leaving her, dude. Um, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure she's a nice lady. Oh, go back your bags. Gone. Hamburger wagon. I'm gonna give you all a quick history lesson. Miamisburg, Ohio. There was a devastating flood in 1913, and whole city's wow. fucked up. Yeah. Underwater. Everything's bad. People don't know how they're gonna feed. This guy starts cooking up hamburgers in a skillet an old cast iron skillet and starts giving them to people to feed them up at mound park. Cause it's a high ground. There's an Indian mound in Miamisburg. Long story short, people love him. He started selling them. It's been in the middle of Miamisburg since 1913. They're little slider size burgers. Um, they come, it's just a bun, the patty onion, um, pickle, salt and pepper. That's it. You cannot get cheese. You cannot get condiments there. Oh, it's a, is it a cart? 
Uh, it's it's like an old wooden wagon. Okay, um, that you would see like the fucking people that founded the world, the the country, like carrying their families and shit in with a horse in front of it. But they just park it right in the middle of downtown Miamisburg, cash only. Don't take your credit card. Wow. Top tier, Ron. Meet me down here. I'll take you burgers on me. You, you'll done. make the trip back on your own. Done, done, times. done. Love it. Didn't know you're getting history, uh, lesson, folks. All right, we're ten and a half minutes into this thing. Should we talk about what this show is actually about in the Bengals? Sure, why not? The Bengals are going to Tennessee to take on the Titans. And last time I went to Nashville was last month. I came home with COVID, so I hope that doesn't happen to anybody there. But we got Joe Burrow three and zero against the Titans in his career, um, an offense that is still struggling, a defense that played lights out. So, expectations for this week. Bloodbath. <clears throat> We're due. I think uh, Derrick Henry has not looked well. Um, he was like 11 carries for like maybe 20 yards last week against the Brownies. Solid defense. Props to Cleveland. Hate you, but props to Cleveland. Um, defense is good, man. Oh, they really are, dude. And if you, if you, you can't accept it, Ron – pizza and hamburger wagon is elite all right we'll hit it up let's do it no ron's pizza. he's talking about ron's pizza not you ron ron's pizza sorry i I gotta stop showing the food comments for a minute folks we're idiots we get distracted we have adhd or something all right hey i think we're riding on in to nashville and i think we're gonna take care of business uh i don't respect Tannehill as a quarterback anymore um i i respect him as a uh a, a former player almost that's how i look at him because i don't think he's there next year uh, they've got some key inactives, which we can go into. Uh, Skoronsky's out. Uh, if I butchered the name, I don't really care. Uh, and then I think Traylon Burks is out as well. Uh, so there's a little target uh, that's that's not going to be there anymore. So I kind of – I'm not going to give a score prediction now because I know we do that at the end, but uh, I think this is going to be our week. So you think things just get rolling and it's like Bengals firing all cylinders type thing? Yeah, yeah key in the ignition. Reigns held tight on that horse since we're in Nashville, and I think we're going to roll, man. So, Uh strengths and weaknesses of the Titans, right? And it's all going to come down to the trenches. And that's the one football question I asked Orlando Brown yesterday. I said, what's what's the key to the game? He said, keeping Joe upright, which obviously is always the answer. But the strength of the Titans is their pass rush. Jeff Simmons is damn good. Um, Ted Karras, I think still fucking hates him though, because when the video last year, when Ted Karras, like motherfucked the whole stadium, uh, we're past the YouTube time where you're not supposed to cuss. So I'm, re- I'm good to fire away, oh. um, where he's cussing out the whole stadium. He told yeah. me when I interviewed him that week that Jeff Simmons had like punched him in the neck on a kneel down. Oh, so that's kind of what got him all fired up. So there's some like history there. Yeah. Um, so I think. Their strength is their pass rush, so how can we handle that? And their weakness is their offensive line is bad. Andre Dillard, their starting left tackle, has given up the most sacks in the league with six. Um, and Trey Hendrickson is going to be lined up in him all day, coming off just a monster performance against the Rams. We got textbook blackout Trey last yeah. week, so I'm hoping he's able to keep that rolling. Yeah, that that's uh, that's good news, Bears, dude. I, I like hearing that. Uh, maybe that that's going to allow some of these other guys to eat too. Hopefully, Joe will be able to push the ball downfield. I agree. Uh, I really hope that occurs as well. That's why I got my Air Raid sweatshirt on uh, with the boys. Yeah, there we go. Eighty-five is oh, where am I at? Eighty-five is now five. So just imagine that. Um, Orange sharpie. Yeah, exactly. I really think this is it. I think this is the game. Uh, where we fire on all cylinders, man. So and you, you, you're concerned about the pass rush, though. I'm not as uh, I'm not overly concerned with it because I don't think the Bengals' offensive line is as bad as people have been making it out to be. I think people are just used to bitching about it, yeah. and they're just not factoring in the fact that Joe Burrow can hardly fucking move. Like he just is not himself, and that's the same thing with the run game. They're running out of shotgun because Burrow cannot go under center. When you run that wide zone that they like to run from under center, 
Burrow's got to get that snap, get out quick, and damn near sprint to the running back to get that handoff off for all of the timing to come up right. And he cannot do that right now. So they're running out of gun, and things are much more predictable, and the defense knows that. But when it comes to the offensive line, we're looking at five sacks through three weeks compared to 15 sacks through three weeks last season. Five is too much. We don't want to see Joe Burrow get hit ever. I get it. But we have to take a deep breath here and stop letting these weird-ass PFF stats make everybody think they all suck. Because I'm sorry, there's not a possible way that an NFL offensive lineman should come away with a zero grade. That is just wrong. Cordell Volson didn't have his best game. He's playing Aaron Donald, who's a fucking alien. All right, I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy. He has to be better. I get it. But to come away with a zero grade, and I think that gets in people's minds, and they just think that, like, oh, well, Bengals offense doesn't look good. The offensive line must suck. Like, let's just be honest. Burrow's on a leg and a half. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, PFF is is fun, I guess, if you're doing all the, like, in-depth analysis stuff, but it's fairy tale land, dude. Uh, obviously this is the blue collar bangles show. So we don't dive deep into analytics and stuff like that. We live in the game, dude. We live between the hashes. That's where we watch. And, uh, that's where we do our analysis. So I think PFF when it first came out was a very, very good tool Mm -hmm. to get an idea of how players are performing, but as it has progressed and the analytics or whatever you want to call it have gotten, deeper and they're like well joe burrow's not that good if it's 72 degrees out and the sun is in the northeast corner of the stadium and uh it's third and six like they're getting too in depth with it to try to break everything down and it puts this information out to people i can build a graph to make anybody think anything Yeah. yeah i could build a graph to prove that i'm the sexiest man in ohio but i know that i'm not don't need a graph like at you it's just I, I, I think PFF is a good base. I think PFF can provide some good knowledge, but it's gotten to the point where it just gets so manipulated. And there's so many ways to manipulate numbers and data and graphs that it just it just bothers me because I think people really live and die by that stuff now because of how good and solid it used to be. Yeah. And I feel like it has just changed so much that it's 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 skewing people's view of things. And I don't like that. That's me personally. And that's yeah. not a shot at PFF. That's not a shot at anybody in the Bengals community that uses PFF, because I think that there are good things there. It's just for me personally, for the average general fan, I think that it almost builds this kind of like freak out and chaos amongst people because the numbers that they can manipulate and the graphs and data that they can put out, get a lot of clicks on the internet. I'm sorry for my rant. I'm sorry for my rant. I think it, I think people use it as a weapon more than an analytical tool to argue on Twitter, dude. That's how I, yeah, it's, it's been weaponized and, and it's, I don't know, it's reliable data a lot of times, but sometimes like people post these graphs and I'm just like, I'm not looking at that shit. I don't like, I'm not, dude, I just watched the guy throw for 250 yards and scramble for another 35 he played his ass off. That's what I'm looking at. You can have fun charting, and I can barely use Excel, dude. It's a wonder I can turn on my freaking phone to do this show. So uh, they can they can have fun with that shit. <laughs> that's that's where that's where I'm at. And and, and Bengals fandom in the fat in the chat in the fat. I'm sorry. Now I'm thinking about me being fat and not the sexiest guy in Ohio. Bengals fandom in the chat says love hate stats because it can be used to push narratives, and that's 100 percent what it is and mark asks do we think people are selling out to stop the run game because burrow's not 100 percent? i think that they are well and i think that that's why we've seen everybody live in these two high safety sets that fucking yeah. lab i know you heard that car <laughs> dude it is a fucking like it's like a 97 Chevy Monte Carlo and they've got some pipe on it to make it sound cool. And if you see this, if you live in my neighborhood, I'm not knocking on you or anything, but like you don't need to put a pipe on that. That thing's a hunk of shit. Yeah. Love it. Anyway. <laughs> it was so fucking loud, dude. Oh, uh, right, okay. But we've only, seen, we've only seen really the one instance of them selling out, I guess, to stop the run. Right. Cause we're one game one game in from from Joe Burrow coming out and playing injured truly that we know about. So uh, on the injury report, it says unspecified uh, for Joe Burrow today. Um, he's playing. I don't. Or we're not in this like this scenario where he's may or may not. 
the guy's playing this week. Uh, what do you think he's going to do this week, man? Yeah, so he went full on week. And just in my experience, I do a lot of articles about the injury report. I've learned that if somebody's on the injury report and he's gone full all week and it says unspecified, that just means that he has no actual status, that he's just expected to play. Same with Cheeto. He had a rest day today. He was marked unspecified. He's playing. Um, I think that we saw a little bit of the Joe Burrow that we know and love. We didn't see a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was encouraged when they called that play where they kind of had the run action going to the left. He rolled on the boot to the right and hit chase. That was a good play to get chase open. That was one of the most explosive plays on offense. Um, But I just lost you, Ron. I don't know if you can hear me. So it is just my big dumb face on the camera right now. Um, But it does look like he was able to do a little bit more and coming out of the game without an injury, without further tweaking it. Um, I think that he's likely going to be stronger this week than he was last, but I still don't think that he's going to be exactly the same guy that we've seen before. Um, but I do expect to see him be better. And um, while Ron's figuring out the camera situation, Sir Boy's got a chat here that it's a good question. Why does Burrow not ever go under center? It's extremely difficult to add run plays to have him under center into the rotation of the offense. And right now, They're not going under center because Burrow hasn't physically been able to do it. Kind of like I said earlier with as quick as you have to take the snap, get out and move and the (laughs) concepts that the Bengals like to use. It's just not physically in his tool bag, but Joe Burrow doesn't like going under center in general. Yeah. He's just, it's been like that. It's been like that his whole career. He likes to be in the gun. He likes to be able to see the whole defense. He likes things to be spread out. That's how he makes his reads. That's how he's deadly in the mid range passing game. So that is going to be part of the Bengals offense regardless. And there were a lot of times where when they did go under center, it was very, very predictable over the last couple of years. I called it out a lot. I think last year it was uh, some ridiculous high percentage of every time that they were under center, it was a run and defensive coordinators know that. Um, but that is, they haven't been under center this year because I just physically don't think that he can do it, but they won't be yeah. under center a lot because he just doesn't really like it. And this is not a shot at uh, about boy wonder there. <clears throat> That's a good question. But for someone who's kind of wondering like, man, why aren't they under center handing the ball up and stuff or, or running, running plays on another center, uh, do me a favor, squat, squat and hold your hands out and go. <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, he, Drew will do it. When you say hike, what's the first thing you do? The ball comes, um, and you immediately <laughs> this, and you start backing yep. up. Right? You start backing up. up. We do not, we do not want Joe in that situation where he has to quick use those quick twitch muscles to bring come up and back up and move side to side and back to back to to try to avoid because like like when you're the shotgun, you're safer, right? It's it's more challenging because the snap's got to get back to you, and you could have a bad snap, right? But these guys are good. When you're under center, you are you are humping the trenches, man. You're right there. Like somebody's gonna could come over and grab you right away. So uh, the movement has to be quicker, uh, and and you just it's just not a scenario we want Joe in right now. So and you said it, man. You said it. So chat grade my quarterback stance one to ten. Three. <laughs> every time I say every time I say hut, my butt clenches a little bit. Yeah. Um, what Omaha. a show this is. <laughs> so I'm calling big game from Trey Hendrickson. Love it. Sir boy gives me a hundred on my quarterback stance. Shout out to sir boy. Can always count on him. Um, I'm expecting big game from Trey Hendrickson and let's talk about it. Let's talk about the man that's headed back home, headed uh, back to the crib uh, coming off a rough week last week. Uh, what do you expect from T Higgins this week? We're going to see a different T Higgins and, and, and that's not to say we're going to see a different T Higgins than we normally see. We're going to see T Higgins for who T Higgins really is. Uh, a lot of these guys like chase and T that are these consummate professionals and uh, are damn good at football and catching the football have bad games, dude. They're going to have shitty games. T had the worst game he's going to have all year last week. And I'm calling it right now. I think T's going to get in the end zone at least once, uh, and he's going to sniff 80, if not 100 yards. Uh, that, that's, my, that's my prediction this week for T. I really think that 
He's going to use that as motivation because he knows it. He knows he shouldn't be dropping balls. Like we heard it all, all the whole game. You read it on the feed. What is T doing, dude? You can't do that. That's not what you do. T knows that. T knows that's not what he does, right? T's going to be fine. T's going to come back this week. He's going to get in the end zone. He's going to sniff 80 yards. That's what I think. I'm expecting more. Yeah, go for it. I got T going for over 100. I think that after some of the drops that we saw Monday night, it looked like they almost tried to force feed him to try to get him into a rhythm. Yeah. Um, it never happened, unfortunately, but I think that they're going to focus on getting him the ball a lot. If you remember last year, we went to – we went to Tennessee with uh, no T Hig or I'm sorry, no Jamar Chase yeah. last year, oh, and T right. had a day. And yeah. we also have to remember the Titans' defensive backs are not good. They're Gabbage. bad. Garbage. They're bad at football. Mm-hmm. They, outside of Jeff Simmons, nobody really scares me too much on the rush. If you give Burrow time, Burrow's going to be okay. And Marks asked if I think the calf injury is affecting his accuracy. Oh, yeah. Or if, if we do. I'm sorry, not just me. There's oh. two people on this show. What a dick. Well, I, uh, I, you think? I think that it is. Yeah. And I think it may be from a perspective of, I think he's had happy feet back there. I think yeah. he's a little bit antsy. I think that he's going to rush things off a little bit quickly. And I think that's it. And I think that he can't just he, – he hasn't been able to drive the ball downfield the way he would like to. They finally took that deep shot to Jamar Chase, and I think he threw it away because it was like eight yards out of bounds. Um, so I think it is affecting his accuracy, but I wonder how much of it is just happy feet and how much of it is actually physical, and that's something that we'll never know because in post-game interviews, Burroughs is going to be like, oh, yeah, I was a little sore, but I'm playing football, so I got I to gotta do good. He's never going to say like, oh, well, I think it's my head, or I think he's just going to be like, I was out there. I didn't do good enough. It is what it is. Um, but I'm expecting a big day from T. I, I think Jamar had you know a career high last week. He had a big game. T had a rough one. He's due. T sees all the shit you guys say on the internet, like we talked about in the last episode. Stop being assholes to T. Higgins. Um, but I think he's going to be mama. ready. So I'm expecting a big T game. Yeah, me too. Be nice to his mama too. I agree, though. What a sweet woman she is. How could anybody not be? She's so nice. There's some vile, vile people on the internet that go after her, and she takes it like a champ, man. She's rocky in between the ropes, going back and forth, juking and jiving with all these Twitter idiots. I love it, dude. But yeah, T game, T game, baby. I don't think he, I don't think he drops a pass. Maybe one will get away from him, uh, but I don't think he drops a pass this game. And I, I say 80, close to the century mark. You think he's crossing the century mark? Uh, both of us probably think he's getting in the end zone, right? I mean, come on, man. Let's, yeah, let's- yeah, he's he's scoring a touchdown. T is scoring a touchdown at the crib. Yeah, love it, dude. Hell yeah. Love it, love it, love it. What else you got? I, so, well, you've got some news to share with the people. Oh, yeah, I think we do. Uh, new sponsor alert. Roll it. All right. You saw it. You see the logos on our hats. We have partnered up with Cincy Hat, the premier charitable organization run by Teddy Kay and his wonderful team of people. They are sponsoring a segment that we are going to have on Mondays called Wallop of the Week. Now, I know you guys have heard. <laughs> no, I know you guys have heard of segments like Beast of the Week and things like that. Think in between those hash marks, all right? So it could be a massive pancake from Teddy K. It could be Dax Hill coming in like a freaking missile to take the head off of a quarterback. It could be Jermaine Pratt gingerly lifting up Derrick Henry and forcefully placing him onto the ground like he might do this weekend. Or or Trey Hendrickson cleating or sorry, decleating anybody he wants to. Because I think he's gonna do it Sunday. Tune in, go to Cincy Hat. Go to their website. Get some stellar gear like this. This is the white and orange. What do you got on there? The black and orange. Looking clean. So, What do you got? I I have been pretty much exclusively wearing Cincy hats since they came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually subtle flex. The first person to interview Ted Karras about the Cincy hat project after it went live. Um that I dropped on YouTube last season, right after the Titans game, uh, coincidentally. 
and I, I've just been wearing them ever since they came out. I keep buying them. Um, they actually sent me the new black and red, which uh, lines up with the Bearcats or the uh, the City Connect Reds jerseys. They sent me one. They oh also God. sent me one to give away. And um, do it. I'm a piece of shit, and I haven't done it. So, um, too bad, man. How do we? How can we determine to give? How do we determine who in the chat should get this hat? Let's give it away to somebody that is active in our chat right now. We've yeah. got a lot of good comments, a lot of good dudes coming in, and I hate that I can't give one to all of you. Oh, dude, pick like pick your favorite skyline order that was posted. Did people? Did a lot of people post skyline orders? Yeah, this is not pre-planned. Yeah, we're- just pulled that off of his chill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this was not pre-planned. I, I told Ron like two minutes before the show started. I was like, oh, by the way, I've been supposed to give one of these away. Let's do it. Yeah, so um, we have no criteria for the giveaway. but None. <laughs> none, none, none at all. Oh. all right. But uh, you figure it out. Just give, just give it to somebody. End of the show. He's going to make an announcement. He's going to pick somebody. Maybe he'll tell you why he picked you. Maybe he won't. Maybe you got a cool name. Maybe you slipped him a five into the into the old Venmo or PayPal. Who knows? But no, just kidding. We're not eligible for Super Chats yet. So, <laughs> But bottom line, dude, seriously, this is a wonderful, wonderful partnership. I cannot think of a better organization to work with than Cincy Hat. Uh, those guys are pumped over there to partner with us as well. They love the wallop of the week. And uh, tune in Mondays for some awesome, awesome, awesome gritty football sponsored by Cincy Hat. And we'll be doing some giveaways too through yep. them um, on the show further. Um, so I I just decided in my head I think how I think this is going to okay. go. Are you going to share it or just or what do you got? At some point we've we've got about fifteen minutes left that we plan on. At some point, I'm going to say a code word. Oh, I'm going to say it randomly. We're going to be talking about pass rushes and all. And I'm talking like code word is X. And then at the very end, I'll say first person to comment the code word gets the hat. Okay. Love it. Is that fair? Yeah, totally fair. It gives me time to think of a code word too, because I have no fucking clue. Absolutely. Yep. Nope. 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 No time. And um, what the Cincy hat does, if you are in the Bengals internet community, you probably know, in case you live under a rock, um, the Cincy hat, all of the proceeds go to the village of Marici in Indianapolis, Indiana. And what that does is gives independent living for adults with developmental disabilities. Um, they have been able to build new apartment buildings for these people with proceeds from the Cincy hat. Um, I don't think that I know that they don't because I've talked to Matt, who's kind of the brains of the operation. And he told me he didn't have any idea that it would take off the way that it has. I mean, they got bucket hats. They got beanies. They just dropped some new camos. They, they've they got all kinds of different options. I need to get the orange. The orange is bright, loud, and ridiculous. And I am also loud and ridiculous. So I feel like I need one of those. Yeah, I've got the, the white and orange, black and orange uh, to support the Bengals. I've got the blue and orange for my FC Natty addiction. Ooh, I don't have a mesh back. That's gorgeous. Uh, I need to get uh, both of the ones in your hand uh, and also the black camp. This is absurd how many he has right here. The black can red right there. Uh, And then I want the black camo one they just dropped, bro, because I got a Bearcats hat. That's that black camo, and I freaking love it. I need to get the black and red there, too. We got to send that to Dana. We got to send one of those to Dana, bro. The black and red ones. You know what? He would would be a big Cincy hat guy, but... it would rock the shit out of it. I will let's uh I'll send him a message after this and we're one of us can and uh we should get him some Cincy hat stuff. Yeah, Pretty- yeah, I think that I think that would be a good idea. Tony says that the orange was built for Drew. Yeah, loud, obnoxious, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's the orange hat. I need to add that to the list. So, yeah, every Monday we're going to find the biggest hit. We're going to play the video clip. It's going to be brought to you by the Cincy hat and uh we're going to partner with them for some cool giveaways down the line. So make sure that you stay tuned for that and the code word for the giveaway is going to be burrito. Um so all that. Yeah. I, I would lose B U R R I T O. I think I did it. We'll so, see. I'll send a call out at the very end of the show. First person to leave the comment on it with that code word I will send the hat to you. If you're local, I'll bring it to you. I got to drop off Skyline Cups to a guy here in Dayton tomorrow. If not, I'll mail it to you. Um, so, local winners of giveaways are always great. I've like shipped stuff to Canada and realized that international shipping is awful. Dude, Ugh. I 
almost went to prison, maybe potentially. Oh my probably Lord. not. Probably not. That was probably a little bit dramatic. Um <laughs> there was a time, and I think it was due to COVID, where okay. um you could not buy Bengals jerseys and ship them to Canada. And oh. uh, there's a Yeah, they were strict. Yeah. There's a guy that follows me on Twitter. His name's Rhett. Um, haven't heard from him in a while. He might have unfollowed me. Anybody that follows me that ends up unfollowing me, I get it. Yeah. Uh, I ain't mad at you. Bad me decision too. to even follow me in the first place. Um, but he sent me the money. Like, okay. just took a risk. Sent me like $400 because he wanted like a stitched, authentic, on-field burrow jersey. And I just ordered it and got it shipped to my house. And then I, in turn, shipped it as a... Um, just like a person to person shipment, and they're asking me like the package value, and it's like a four hundred dollar jersey. And I'm like, uh, it's a knockoff jersey, so it's like thirty bucks. And I sent it, and I got like an email that my package got detained at the border for like inspection. Oh no! <laughs> and I told this dude, I'm like, man, like here's all I, I didn't steal your money, I didn't steal your jersey, and it finally went through, and I didn't go to jail. So we're all sweet, but, yeah. Don't ever doubt my fanhood because I circumvented international shipping laws during a global pandemic to make yeah. sure Rhett and Canada had a jersey. Beat the Mounties. I'm sure it was the Mounties that seized it. Can you imagine that? A Mountie with a bank jersey on? Is that, that the was- guys with the red jackets and the yeah. big hats? Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, the Mounties seized your package. Hey, the closest we- I've ever been to Canada about- was Buffalo. Yeah, well, I did Buffalo and I did Niagara Falls when I was 18 to go gamble. Uh, discovered that uh, I get it. I get why there's gambling addiction uh, helpline. Yeah, I have one. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's it can be an addiction. Hey, can we talk about Chuck Sizzle? Man, sad to see about Chuck Sizzle. Um, IR for at least four weeks. Noggin Boss needs to sponsor Blue Collar Bengals. Are, are those the gigantic hats that you wear? Because I want one. Um, but yeah, Chuck. Holy, sorry. Pause. Timeout. In the in the in the thing. A noggin boss since he had. I talked to Matt about it already. Okay. I said, you need I, to do I, it. And he said, you're right. And I need to get Ted to wear one to a post-game interview. Could you imagine just I, giant hat Ted Karras talking to the media in the locker room? Yeah, he should do. It would be like uh, pre-game. He's in a regular one. Yeah. And then in, in post big one. And he just doesn't say shit about it yeah. and doesn't acknowledge. <laughs> yeah, dude, like he walks in, regular Cincy hat, Bengals take care of business, get a win, and then he just like is yeah. at his locker just answering questions, just like chilling, yeah. but he's got this giant fucking hat on. Dude, I would love Guys, that. Hey, blocking was on point. It's just a fucking yeah. big hat. Yeah, we, you know, we got our job. We, we did our jobs up front. He's just got this fucking hat that's 12 <laughs> sizes, the normal hat. I need that. So, Matt, if you see yeah. this, that's a great idea. I hope I wasn't. I hope I didn't just say something on camera I wasn't supposed to say out loud. Oh, but. Yeah, hopefully it's not a secret. But if it was, breaking news. Breaking news, it could happen. <laughs> oh. oh, Chuck Sizzle, though, I try. I mean, it looked yeah. – people were frustrated maybe like week one, two. Um, he was trying to get into a rhythm. Uh, and then he just all of a sudden decided to, to run one back, uh, have some good averages in that game we just played. Uh, and it, it, it appeared that the Bengals punt returner, uh, maybe woes, but maybe troubles were solved. And now he's on IR. What the hell? He's brought the most excitement to the return game, the punt return game that I've seen since Pac-Man Jones. Um, yeah, yeah. shout out to Pac-Man new album dropping tomorrow. I'm ready to hear that. Um, I did. Oh wow. yeah. Pac-Man is now in the right. Ra- he's, he's dropped a couple songs. They're good. They're good. Um, he was in First Star Logistics, shout out First Star Logistics, friend of the program. Love you guys. Uh, glad to hang out with you. He was uh, no free ads. He was in the the suite for a little bit last game. Uh, I wish I would have known he was making music. I would have challenged him to a rap battle. You know, he's probably he's probably. You ever see those videos of like who's the most famous person in your contact list? He's probably the most yeah. famous person whose phone number I have. That's probably about Humble it. Brat. If if somebody came up and asked me that, it would probably be him. So shout out to Pac Man. Pac Man Jones. That dude's that dude's cool, man. That was what did I do? I was like, hey, hey, I hate to be lame because we've been hanging out for a while, but can I get a picture with you? And he just screams, Smell me. Smell uh, me. Smell me. And I screamed it back. 
And I was just like, holy shit, this is surreal. Schmell me. Let's do it. Uh, and we took the picture and uh, I'll post that again. But uh, yeah, dude, I agree with you. Chuck is is probably the most electric thing we've had back there since back, man. Uh, and uh, the I'm going to punt return. Uh, breaking yeah. news. I'm going to punt return. Yeah. Ron with but, his uh, knee that's clinging to life is actually going to be in Tennessee. Number 76. Yep. 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 I'm going to wear a crazy number. They're going to put me back there. I, I rang them. I let them know that I was a punt returner and a kick returner in high school. Uh uh, James Rapine once called bullshit on this on me, but my fastest 40 time I ever run was a four, four, nine. I kid you not. I can, I can, uh, I'll find the card and I'll prove it. Um, but I was a four or five guy, uh, humble brag. Uh, you got Pac-Man's phone number. I used to be fast. Now I probably want to say, but, uh, but, but yeah, uh, it looks like our boy, uh, Sunshine's going to be back there, punt returning. Yeah, uh, Trent Irwin and um, Bengals yep. fandom said that in the chat. Trent Irwin is listed as the backup punt returner. He is who you should expect back there. Um, when we make the Titans punt seven times in the first half, they should all be Trent Irwin back there uh, returning the punts. Do you think Yoshi Voss will maybe get one or two? I don't because he already has a pretty established special teams role. I was in a Twitter space with Goodberry and Jake Liskow last night. Shout out to them. And um, Goodberry pointed out that, um, and this is just stored in his computer brain, um, like a fucking file. Yeah. Nicest guy in the world. Very cool in-person human, but brain is smarter than the computer I'm running this show off of. Um, he said that Yoshivash has like 60 special team snaps already this year. Um, so I think that he's, he's kind of got the, the outside he's, he's probably playing a little bit of gunner when we're punting, but he, he plays on the outside in return game. So I think that he's had such an established solid role there already this year. They don't want to take him out of it. That makes sense to me. And Irwin's got the experience, so why not? Yeah. And Mark says, as long as it's not Trent Taylor, we're not taking shots at Trent Taylor here. All right. Trent's a good guy. We like Trent Taylor. My favorite thing about Trent Taylor was when he, he went on McAfee last year and he's got that Bay area swag and he was just talking about getting it out the mud. And I just like that because like, I wouldn't expect a dude that looks like him to say that. Um, so yeah, so he's going to be on IR for at least four weeks. He was out all week. They said his thumb was in a splint. Um, yeah, that, that sucks, man. I like him. I liked him coming out. Um, I actually went to the Big Ten Championship game last year as a Michigan fan, and I was like, who in the fuck is this guy? Because he was just kind of like – he was giving Michigan fits on that. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And I find out it's Charlie yeah. Jones, and then he comes to Cincinnati. I'm like, all right. Sir Boy thinks no I should return punts. Was I let's well, you're not kicking field goals. I'll tell you that. Hey, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. All right, I'm getting one through the uprights this year. Um, I'm not going to return punts. I got winded walking up my stairs earlier. That's good. Yes, and I have one good knee, the other one's spaghetti. So, uh, was he was was Chuck on your radar, or was that just we drafted him and you're like, oh, I remember that guy? Yeah, he wasn't necessarily on my pre draft radar. Um, but then they drafted him. I'm like, oh, shit, that's that guy. So I started watching his highlights and he spent some time at Iowa, uh, kind of bounced around before he got to Purdue. So I was like, okay, like he, he did some damage to a damn good Michigan defense last year. Um, so, you know, yeah. the, the guy can probably play high level football. So I think as a receiver, he needs to get a little bit bigger. Um, what I saw in the preseason was he just, he looked kind of small. But in, in the return you, game, he took one to the crib um, against yeah. Baltimore. So um, it, it, it definitely sucks. Um, I like yelling Chuck Sizzle. I did a lot of that Monday night. I'm like, come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. I think that's cool to yell yep. during a game, so I'm looking forward to him being back. But I've got faith in Trent Irwin back there to, to you know, yeah. be sure-handed, make secure the ball, make clean catches, protect the ball. And, and he, can, he can put a move on a guy and get out there, so it's all good. Yeah, he, he might not take it for six, but uh, he'll get some yards, and and he's he's probably not gonna he's not gonna drop one, knock on wood, uh, before I get yelled at when he does drop. Um, yeah, he, he's I, I don't think we'll see a step back uh, in the punt return game aside from yardage and maybe that sexy touchdown that once in a freaking season, honestly, that you know, crazy. That crazy, was the crazy. Bengals' first punt return touchdown since Pac-Man Jones, if I remember correctly. Is it really? And he's and he's been gone for a while now. Yes, he has been gone a long time. Yeah, yes. that's I it, mean we've had if, Erickson like had like all kinds of guys after that. Yeah, like 
That's crazy. I didn't know that stat. That's a cool stat. First person to comment burrito gets the black and red Cincy hat. Um, Go. Can I show you something that I got? Yeah, absolutely. Look at no free ads. That is fucking no sick. Ads. Yeah, this guy, no free ads. He's on Twitter uh, at the Athlete Deck. Again, no free ads, but he makes skateboards. And I just, I wanted to share it with you. There it is, burrito. No, that's angle Joe Burrow skateboard. Ron is frozen. Ron is, is uh -oh, dead frozen. He's breaking up. I'll keep with talking a skateboard about skateboard in his hand. <laughs> but you've locked sick, up. Dude. Super sick. <laughs> this is a great still shot. This is a great You're still frozen. shot to promote the skateboard. The um, for me. You're cutting out very, very bad right now, audio and video. Um the first comment with Burrito was Hude88. I believe his name is Jerome. I have met him in person um, a few times. Victoria commented, "Burrito, you're not eligible to win when you live in my house." All right, that you're you're just. I clicked your comment first, and it popped up because you're in there bullshitting. I'm trying to give away a hat to the community. I see a lot of comments. Um, Mark said, "Taco." That was a good. That was a, that was a good way to get noticed. But the first burrito comment was from Huday eighty eight. I believe we follow each other on Twitter. If you could shoot me a DM. Um, Shipping address, all that good stuff. I can try to get it out to you as soon as possible. Um, I know you go to a lot of games. Maybe I could bring it to the next home game or I could send you out. And we got Ron back. Boom. You froze for me, too. That was really weird. But, yeah. Nice. You picked a winner? Yeah, it is Hude88. Um, we we picked him after we found out that my fiance was trying to rig this shit. and get. She thought she was going to get the hat. Nepotism. Unbelievable. Can't do it. I've never seen that woman wear a hat in my life. One time, and I made fun of her. Um, so, <laughs> Jerome, Hooday88, uh, shoot me a DM. I'll make sure that you get the hat. Uh, Jordan, I see that you commented. Sir Boy, I see that you commented. Tony, you as well. Um, stay tuned. We're going to do a lot more giveaways with them. Um, we'll have plenty more stuff. Mark said, <laughs> Mark said, I keep clicking the wrong comment. I'm an idiot. The Bangalorean needs an internet sponsor. Fuck you. <laughs> I have great internet. Uh, I just happen to not be very good at using it. Okay. <laughs> Mark I need, says, I, tell you what, I'm, I, to, uh, I didn't know how to spell burrito either. I said it. This thing, this, dude, this show sucks. <laughs> this is it. We crossed the 45 minute mark. It's all downhill <laughs> from here, dude. <laughs> so congrats to, uh, congrats to who 88. I think that's Jerome. Um, I've met him. I think that's his Twitter name. Uh, so shout out to y'all. Make sure that you get the hat. But yeah, if you didn't win this one um, and your name is not Victoria Charles, stay tuned because you could win more since he had gear as we give away throughout the season. Love Sir Boy says that this show is fantastic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not, you're not going to leave here. You're not going to leave here any smarter folks. Hopefully, <laughs> But, but hopefully you got a smile on your face, right? Damn right. <laughs> Sir Boy said, what do you mean, Drew? And Tony says, you, you're probably on dial-up. <laughs> I'm, I'm the shitty internet guy now. <laughs> you, get the, you get the AOL uh, <laughs> when you're firing it up. Welcome. You've got mail. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Sturbo, I don't know what I meant because I don't know what you're asking, but um, I'll, yeah. I'd be glad to answer that question for you. But yeah, yeah. it's it's probably time for us to get the hell up out of here. Um, it is. We're at the, it's at the not point. getting any better. Yeah, it can only get worse. Oh, I don't want to steal your thunder here, uh, but uh, let's get let's get the score predictions. You go first. Score predictions. We got yeah. Score predictions. I've got. Hmm. I think the offense gets going a little bit more. Um, I think that 34 17 Bengals, that's where I'm putting it. 34 17 Bengals. We're gonna break the 30 mark. Okay. I I am at 31 17. So okay. we we're in the same the same ballpark here. I think McPherson gets some uh action because uh he, he's uh he's a Tennessee killer. Uh, and I already said T's going to go off, and I think Joey B lights it up. Air raid. 
Okay. 2710 from Huda88. Surboy. I like Surboys. Let's go through a couple of their popping in the chat. Who cares? Whatever. 100 to 0. I like that one. The Dolphins um, almost did it. The Dolphins almost did it. Mark, yeah, that's true. They did. Mark says 28-13 Bengals. Surboy's real prediction, I think, is 28-3 Bengals. And then Tony's going to pop in and say, just for Drew, go Birds. Now, if you guys know, I'm a big Miamisburg football fan. All right? These trophies back here, see all those trophies? I've won rings in this city, all right? I love this place. My mighty Miamisburg Vikings are about to take on the Fairmont Firebirds here at 7 o'clock at home. I will unfortunately not be able to make it. But... Shout out to the Miamisburg Vikings. They're going to beat the shit out of Fairmont tonight. You got you play ball for them then? Um, no. Coach. So I actually, I know you coach. I actually, um, I grew up in West Carrollton, which is the next city over, which used to be a big rivalry, Miamisburg West Carrollton football rivalry. Um, I got to high school and they said two a days, and I was like, I'm probably just going to like smoke pot and stuff. So I'll see you guys <laughs> later. Um, so we would just go to the Miamisburg versus West Carrollton games and like. Start fights. Yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, like we we went to start shit, and then I moved here. My nephew started said he wanted to play football. Um, his dad, my brother, not a big football guy, and I'm like, hey man, like I'll help coach him. He's like, yeah, cool. So I started doing that. He stopped playing. I kept coaching with some other teams. Um, but yeah, I like to tell people in the city they should respect me because I brought him a third grade football championship. I'll tell you what, state third grade championships. Whew, those are <laughs> forever, damn brother. right. <laughs> Can't take. There's a banner hanging at Harmon Field right now with my face on it. Yeah, and they'll never take it down. Oil Garrison's a state champion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking Uncle Rico from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> oh, okay, it's all it's all going downhill. We've given the score predictions. Uh, again, we announced a great new sponsor today in Cincy Hat. Absolutely love it. I'm having a blast. I'm pumped to be here. Um, I'm going to sign off with a hoot. Hey, you got one. I got a who day for everybody. Thank you for tuning in. If this is how you chose to spend your Friday night, I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to say thank you. We appreciate it. And maybe find something better to do with your life.